welcome to another exciting episode of NAFAM, the podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, so you said you had a lot to talk about today. <laughs> I do have, can I, can I start at this episode out by making a correction? Sure. Last, last week we recorded, it was Tuesday. I said Monday. I thought we that was. We corrected it in the episode. I don't think we did. I no, don't think we it was sure till did. after. No, you literally said it in real time. You said, I mean, Tuesday. Wow. And you, I'm, oh. I know you did. Wow. Wow. It's funny that you are reflecting back on that now. Did you even listen to the episode? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Wow. Did I? Did so I, I? I don't know. I can't keep track. What else have you fucked up in the last seven days, Jim? Tell us. Oh, a lot. Okay. A lot. Let's hear more <laughs> about that. Well, I mean, I'm constantly messing up and I'm constantly falling short of my my ideals and my goals. You so, are? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you and I had a little uh, riff yesterday. Okay. And I fell short in y- that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so kind of you to own that. <laughs> Would have been nice if you did it in the moment. Maybe we wouldn't have had a riff. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the cycle's a tricky thing to deal with in the moment. And sure. <laughs> You're the one that has relationship issues, not me. I love, I love, love, love how that's that's the takeaway from this. And it's true. It's no, true. it's true. It's your thing. It is, it is my what, thing. Whatever, whatever, whether yeah. we're studying astrology or personality typing, the, uh-huh. you're not so good at the relationships. No. I do have a question for you. What? Um, last week, you had said that you went to make an online or make an appointment for acupuncture. That would have been this, like, tomorrow. <laughs> did you ever get a call back or did you follow up on it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm going to call tomorrow morning. You are. I, I, I was wondering, are they, expect, are they expecting call. you to show up at a certain I'm time? I'm wondering. No, because you have, when it says appointment time, it, your options are morning like, oh, okay. So it's not. It wasn't like it's at. Yeah, which led me to believe something. I was going to get a phone call, which I did not get. So I will call. Uh, I'll call. Just curious. I'm going to call tomorrow. Okay. Um, how's your week been? I think I want to know more about how your week has been. Um, been pretty good. Has it's it? pretty good. It's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> What's been really good about it? Pretty good about it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think that, um, you know, we always have challenges that we face all the time. But I think in general, um, we talk, we, we, we talk about this a lot, but I think that we've been better. You and I have been in better alignment. Have I? <laughs> My perception is, I know this is calculus here when we're talking about relationships and oh, we're talking about <laughs> different planes. So we, uh, we we caught Whoever up. Whoever said love is blind we is not up. full of wisdom. On love is blind is not watched. Love is blind or has not been exposed to wisdom. But yeah, you just you just referenced. I did um, a line from somebody on love is blind. Yes, who who is a twenty four year old, and I'm mesmerized Milton. by his maturity and wisdom. Like I'm just floored. Like I just can't get enough of him. I've been thinking about him all day, to be honest. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, there was a situation that came up with his fiance and um, somebody else that was on the show that turns out is his fiance's ex. And he was like, nope. Not not getting involved in it. You have your perception of what happened. She's got her perception. I've got my perception. Not only was he dropping truth bombs left and right, but he did it through the lens of mathematics. Uh huh. I was like, oh, that's some sacred geometry right there. Actually, it's calculus. Okay, whatever. sacred calculus right there but it was every once in a while on a show like that when you get somebody that comes on there and you know reality shows there's a 
there's a lot of uh, drama usually, uh-huh. and you know things get tense. They people get drinking, and then it turns into something else. And uh-huh. this dude was just like, but he did. Yeah. He seriously like he has like he totally diffused he's the situation. Literally twenty four years old, but not only that, he sees it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. He's like, that's the like world you're living in. That's the way you see it. I understand that. That's what you see. It was fascinating that he never let himself get wrapped up in yep. anybody else's personal dramas. Which was I was worried like, about. I was worried about when he sat matters. down and the other guy started talking. It's like, yeah. oh, he could easily get sucked into this whole thing. And like he was like... And what's yeah. interesting about... See, reality TV is not trash. Like, it's so good because <laughs> I... It's debatable. You know, we could all ride this roller coaster. These characters, and you know, watch the show if you're curious what we're talking about. But there's this one guy who painted a version of another contestant on the show. And it was very, it was believable. It was like, oh, wow, okay. And then flip, fast forward a couple episodes later, you get to see her version of events. And it's like, oh, yeah, wow, okay. I see where Which she's coming from. also coming, very believable. Coming at here. And then, yeah, so then enter character three, Milton, and I was just like, wow, dude, you're, I, I was so impressed. I am so impressed with him, mostly because he was 24. And what he had to offer was incredibly wise. Yeah. Sometimes when I meet, encounter such young people with such wisdom, whether it's personally in my life, like maybe it's through work or just a personal relationship or encountering a musician who's young and producing this art that's so talented and creative and wise i do get find myself getting envious of that maybe i've mentioned this before <laughs> but i'm like i want that what i want that i don't think it i don't it's think it's like they're this sort of just this yeah. vessel that's just sort of like this wisdom is coming through them and it's just coming out it's i understand amazing. what you're saying there but like, i don't know when that i was in my me, 20s i was have, not capable of that i get that but i even think outside of age i think nor just, at this age am i do i have the that's talent, what I, that's what i though. look at so to me it's not just an age thing it's also just a personality thing where it's like oh to me, you, it's a creative talent thing too yeah, though it is it is so i want the creative talent i would have liked it in my youth but i'll take it now i mean seriously that'd yeah, be nice please yeah. Yeah, please. Well, it's I mean it's like anything. You watch people navigate a certain, you know, whatever they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean it can be oh, I, I wish I did more of that or had more of that in me and mm-hmm. you know, I I will even say even in our relationship, like in the moment sometimes where it's like after it's like man, I wish I would have gone back and said it this way, you know. So the abil- that ability to in that mo- in the moment to have that I guess foresight or that wisdom to be able to like not have to come back after the fact and say something. Yes. Speak responsibly. Speak responsibly. Time. Like, yeah, the first mm-hmm. time. That That's, that's mm-hmm. like, that is impressive. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to do sometimes. I, yeah. Well, I think that everybody struggles with that, especially in their most intimate relationships. That's where it's the greatest challenge, right? So, you mm-hmm. know, we could, that, that's going to be a game changer for everyone. And I think that everybody falls a little victim to that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what was the best part of your day today? <laughs> the best part of my day today yeah. was, well, that's easy. Um, was Is it? Yeah. This morning when we went for a run, it was a great run. And the subsequent cold, very chilly earthing session following um, the run. Okay. You didn't think that was the best part of the day? Um, I love Sunday mornings. They might be my favorite. <sighs> 
of all the mornings. I I agree or all with the, all of the time. I agree with that. The the worst part about Sunday mornings is that it's followed by Monday mornings. So it's you just know that. Followed by Sunday that, night. Actually, that's the worst. Part I like of Sunday su- mornings. I like Sunday night. I just don't Did like. Did you that. listen to? I think it was the what, my conversation with the kids on the OLP episode. We talked about the extremes that Sunday brings. It's like you wake up and it's wonderful, and but by the end of the day, you have a case of the Sunday scaries. So it's quite a roller coaster of a day. Okay. See, yeah, I don't know. Today was one. Of, today was like perfect quintessential fall weather. Yeah. You know, our run was cold, mm-hmm. but at the end of it, took our shoes off, got our feet in the lake in the water which was cold but still tolerable mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna lie the walk on the way home was very cold it was brutal but to walk home with cold wet feet yeah and like sidewalk covered in acorns and twigs and that, pine needles. <laughs> that was a little rough that was really hard that was <laughs> but then coming home the sun was shining you know so it was it was cool but there was just like crisp the air was crisp but mm-hmm. there's like this a little bit of warmth out there it was windy if it wasn't windy it would have been much better but mm-hmm. you know and I don't, even, I don't even know like when we got home what the hell did i do i think i cleaned up by the pool a little bit but like we it was kind of a, we went and we went downtown and got breakfast sandwiches and then we came back we and, did do that but that was a little bit later yeah and then well, we sat around for a while and talked to on a, for like Nick and Katie. So we like there was like a couple hours where I really didn't do much, and then we yeah. cleaned and you mowed the lawn, and then we went out to eat, and then we did yoga. Yeah, so it's that whole cycle that are. it's that whole cycle that kind of like you go through, and it's like oh, it ended up like we were somewhat productive, and I think this weekend in general was kind of like a, a good stay in, but we got through some things that you know. Or just a pain in the ass that needed to get done. Really? Like what? Um, oh, just tasks and stuff? Yes, tasks like, and stuff. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like Yes. Switching cell phones and stuff? Yeah, getting somebody's <laughs> cell phone switched, uh, helping somebody sort through a lot of stuff in their room uh-huh. and get it somewhat... I won't say orderly, but uh, walkable. Yeah. So we, our lives is, yeah, we are still transitioning toward with, I'm not toward, we are transitioning with Nick coming back into the house and it has continued to be a really great transition and a transition nonetheless. So it is like different. So for example, tonight is like where we're just, it's just the two of us right now. Yeah, for the first time in a very long time. And typically we have that 50% of the time. So right. That's been the big shift. Yeah. There's it, there's always somebody here and uh-huh. there normally isn't. It's, you know, uh-huh. 50% of the time it's just us two. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been but I think really this, good, I think this week has Don't been a think good, it's like. it's been good? Has it been good? I mean, honestly, like, what do you, like, I, for me personally, it's been really great to have him back, um, which is awesome. So, like, what's it like for you? No, it's it's great. I mean, it's night and day difference from how it was before. And his attitude, his like um, communication, his desire to mm-hmm. be spend time with us. Mm-hmm. It's been really nice. I mean, it is. It's a complete one eighty shift. And sometimes things just have to you know run their course and play out a certain way to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But this past week, especially, was kind of like I would say it was the biggest like settle in week because it's been about three or four weeks now. Probably. And I think this week four. was kind of like more of a uh-huh. root standard routine kind of, you know. Okay. Yeah. Would you agree with that? What do you mean by that? What I mean was like we've we've had a lot of stuff going on lately in this past week. We didn't have anything during the week outside of our normal schedule. Yeah. So it's like with them, with Nick, uh-huh. it was just kind of like spending time in like a normal, um, you know, everyday life. Mm-hmm. So, 
you never sometimes when there's other activities going on and we're running around and like we went to concerts and obviously like lots of things that we've done the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and it's like there's all of these little things so when you kind of I don't want to say stop that for a second but like you just get a week where it's just kind of like settle in hang out and just like normal everyday life mm-hmm. it's a different it's a little bit of a different feeling you know it's like How it's it it's been it's been great uh so far but it's just been go 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 and i feel like this week we got to spend a little bit more time talking uh-huh. and just kind of like settling in uh-huh. and just spending that kind of quality time together i'd say mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like actual just like normal conversation settle in talk about life talk about just mm-hmm. what's really going on mm-hmm. you know getting a little bit deeper with them yeah with nick and katie so yeah just hanging out yeah just hanging out hanging <laughs> it's out. nice to have well it's nice to have them specifically here so, and it's nice to have them here let me let me say let me f- maybe phrase it this way is like i feel like we got back to our schedule a little bit too in that like you know nick's here full time katie's here a lot mm-hmm. but i just feel like our routine we kind of went back to our routine more so this week but mm-hmm. like like this morning going for a run and stuff and it's not the first one we've done but like we went for a run we went and got bagels but then we came back and we hung out and talked um okay well, I think that's actually been the case every week because I haven't stopped running. And so <laughs> that doesn't really make sense okay. to you. But maybe what you're thinking is, is like, um, like we're getting to experience more of his life again, like his friends coming over and like, do you think maybe that's more of it? Because I, yeah. I, you're wrong. Yeah. We've, we've run every weekend and he's I, that was a, here. The so. running was a bad example. I just kind of meant like <laughs> our, our schedule and our routine, it's... Yeah, I, I I understand what you're saying, and I'm I'm trying to put like maybe why it felt different or something. Uh-huh. It's just I think it's just kind of like you know the first couple of weeks you're still getting um, acclimated to the change and okay. like that there's a difference that there's other you know that he's here in the morning yeah. and stuff and there's you know obviously not during the week but like on the weekend and stuff and so I think it's just kind of like we've like I said we're just getting more into a, a normal routine. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's it. I mean, we've done our stuff. We haven't stopped running, like, well, especially you. But mm-hmm. it's not that that's we stopped doing that and just started doing it again. But I just feel like the the routine is just we're settling into more of a routine, maybe. Okay. And maybe that's just me. Maybe I you're not that feeling that as much. You because I don't think anything's changed since he came back four weeks ago. But as far as routine goes, I think we all we kept our routine. Yeah. I you, don't think that got lost. You know. You know what? Let me let me say I this. I think that maybe I think you just don't know what to say, so you said that. Well, I think. <laughs> Part of it has to do with he came back and he had a lot of stuff in his room from before he left. So it's been two years. And then he yeah, came back. Yeah, his room was untouched so brought, for two years. And like, so he has Literally, been bringing, it was still like messy. So, Nobody's been in there. Yeah, like, so I guess for me, this is a bit of a bit. Maybe this is the thing. This is the bit. This is the bigger deal that I'm trying to um, describe without with totally botching it in okay. my explanation. Okay. Going through yesterday saying, you know, hey, you got all of these clothes you brought over that are like all over the place. All of the stuff that you brought, <sighs> uh-huh. there has to be some like order. It's it's your room, but at the same time, like there's a plate. We can find places for this stuff and like your clothes, like just they were all over the place because mm-hmm. he was just making trips and bringing them in. And then it's like, well, they got to go. They have to go in your room. Mm-hmm. So I think yesterday we made it. We made a huge dent in kind of sorting that out. So that was kind of for me took a little bit of like a you know that's more sorted and more um like that that just yeah. feels like it's it's not done, except but. that you didn't initiate that i was like jim go fix that jim <laughs> right I can't stay that way no i know you and need to go i have been and help him yes organize 
and get situated. I have been saying, hey, you got to do this, you got to do this, but you know, you can't do one load of laundry when there's four loads to do and you've got stuff all over the place. It's kind of like it all needs to be done. So I feel like mm-hmm. yesterday it was kind of like a clean slate. Like, I think that's hard for you to do that. I think that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree in that way. Yeah. So I was like, if I need to take your phone away from you, I will, <laughs> but you're going to stay focused on this and get yeah. it done. And we, we, we mostly did. We mostly did. Okay. It's much better. Good. So then that was stressing me out too, believe me. I mean, I know it was more stressing you out more for sure, but it was stressing me out too. Well, and the thing is, is like I have learned over the years to let go of a lot of that. Like Christopher and Nathan's room is a nightmare. Like there was a time when their rooms were always very clean and organized for the, or at least they didn't, you know, if it got, things got in a disarray, I would go in and mm-hmm. take care of, take care of things. I don't do that anymore. Um, because it's just impossible to stay on top of it. And also like why why add that to my yeah. like what just I just close the door and you know, hear no evil, see no evil situation. But once in a while I do go in there and I'm like, Whoa, yeah. like this is no. Like you guys, you know, come on. <laughs> and they get it. Well, taken and this care was of. next level and I realized like my like, hey, you gotta go do some laundry, hey, you gotta go do this. It's like, oh, a little bit gets done. You're not making a dent when you do a load and then three days later you have That's you, what you I'm know, saying. So, like that's yeah. what I usually have to do. Like there'll be like maybe once every few months where i'm like we're gonna start from scratch and i'm gonna help yes and then you know it shit falls apart again but like you do need the adult sometimes to go in there yeah and by adult i mean parent to go in there <laughs> and make it as yeah you want so that yes you don't go crazy so for me i think that was a big like <laughs> that was a big maybe temporary but that was a big like load off yesterday okay good so and that i think that i think that was a thing that to me i don't want to say solidified but actually like let things settle in a little bit for me it took away a little bit of anxiety okay and kind of felt like okay we're where we need to be you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So okay. that's when I talk, when I said routine and all of that. By settle in, do you mean the pressure's off from the wife? No, no. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, there's always that element to it. That definitely, <laughs> that like ramps it up, you know, that elevates it to the next level all the time. There's yeah. that. But yeah. but no, I genuinely was feeling it too. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I know he's got a ton of stuff and it's like, you know, bringing all these Lego sets and everything else back. And, and it's like, that's great, but where are you going to put them? And there's only so much room. So... When you go in somebody's room, like it doesn't have to be spotless, like you said. The boys' room isn't spotless. It's in fact it's messy. It's but just, it's bad. It's like, <laughs> but you can walk in there. Uh huh. You know, and it's like in his room, it was just so full of stuff you yeah, couldn't even walk I in. I'm like, I that's never not. Looked. That's I was not like, okay. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna do. And it I had, myself. I had. So that's why when you were like bringing it up, like this the has other to kids get done. had too. They were like, "Have you seen it? It's really bad." I'm like, "Nope, I'm not gonna go in there." See, and I think for just take care of it, Jim. <laughs> I think for me, like I didn't want to have to acknowledge that. I would rather procrastinate, and I would do what I know you Nick would. was doing. Like it's yeah. overwhelming, uh-huh. so therefore yes. I don't want to do it. Right. And we knocked it out, and it actually wasn't that bad. Exactly. So, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. But it's not that bad. So yeah, it's been nice. Um, it's been nice. It's been nice. And it actually is nice it's to have. Nice it's to nice to have, to have some company. Home. It's nice to have your. Boy. It is nice to have my boy home, and yeah. it's nice to have company too. Yeah. When I say company, I don't mean company, company, but like, uh-huh. it's nice to have him around. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you, let's talk about you. Okay. What energized you today? What energize? Wait, what, what was the first question? This is like the same as. What the was first the best question. part of your day? <laughs> what ener- same? Is thing, the answer the same? same the run, the run energized, energized you today. It wasn't yeah. the feet, your feet in the water and the cold water and. The... Yeah, I think that did. Too. I said that too. I said the run yeah. and the subsequent okay. earthing session. They both energized me a lot. Okay. Yeah, these questions aren't very exciting, but at least you have some. You could make them exciting. 
What energy? I mean, that's what energy. That's what energized okay. me. What uh, What drained you today? What drained me today? Yeah. Did anything drain you? Hmm. These questions. Today wasn't. I don't think there was really anything draining about today. I think I've been drained this week. I think I've been put to the test a few times, which is good obviously and is it draining it's good <laughs> it's good to feel put to the test which i which i forecasted though i was like all right here we go like and um it's hard though even even prepping yourself for something it's like okay this i i know that i'm going to be tested in this way and i know what i got to do and to be in the ring and know what you got to do and be tested is like it's an it's another story yeah but i'm also like impressed with how well i handled my test <laughs> considering i feel like compared to past situations it's like no i'm not i'm not i'm not repeating past patterns i'm not i agree i'm with not that. eating from the hand of this i'm not doing it I agree with that. I do. I always find it like we'll have a conversation. You you are very good. You're very intuitive and in kind of sensing and knowing that something's coming. Uh-huh. It's your intuition. And so it's like, okay, I know I'm going to deal with this. And like I'm going to be affected by this. Uh-huh. And so you'll talk about it and you and I will talk about it. And I'm like, okay, good. Like, all right, well, if this happens, like, you know, and I'm always like, well, I don't know that that's going to happen. But if it happens, like, okay, we've gone through it. And then like you said, you get in the ring and it's like, yeah. okay, uh-huh. yeah, it's always easier <laughs> beforehand to sit here and talk through something and you know i guess when you take out the emotion behind it and you kind of um uh what do you what do you always say um to me that i do because i i don't talk in emotion i you intellectualize intellectualize yes Mm -hmm. thank you Mm -hmm. it's a big word for me (laughs) (laughs) so when you can intellectualize it and you can have that you know conversation and talk through it and then you actually feel it and experience it it's like yeah it's a different it's a different animal at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but when you don't bite, right? You know, yeah. Even though it's hard not to bite, like it's like, oh, yeah, but I didn't bite either, mm-hmm. right? Like, so that's that's where like that feels like some victory. So I think that in that way it was draining this week, and I understand I'm speaking like like vaguely here, but like I have to. So, but also it's I don't think. Because I have to speak vaguely about it also doesn't mean that I don't want to say something about it because I feel like it was very present and I anticipate its presence mm-hmm. for at least weeks to come. And it doesn't really matter what it is. I mean, we don't have to get into specifics because it is yeah. just it's just dealing with anything that might come up. That's, you yes. know, you can sense is, is, oh, it's it's there. It's at the top. And like, we're going to feel this. We're going to see this. Yeah. We know it's going to show itself. Yeah. And also them being like, okay, now we're in it. Uh-huh. And I would agree with you. I think that overall it's it's difficult sometimes to, I don't want to say step out of the ring, but also be like, you know You're what? You're in the ring. You don't have a choice whether or not to be in the ring. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I think it's it's being, it's again, it's not reacting It's and it's not biting at the bait and, you know, all these things. It's just sort of like, okay, I'm in the ring. I'm noticing. You, you It's like this ability to sort of transcend the ring too. Do you know what I mean? Well, I was going to say, it's like you're in the ring, but you don't have to fight in the ring. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't have to. You don't have to engage in the fight. It's kind of like, and I'm not using fight as, yeah, you, you know, I'm, obviously. It's like you're right. You can kind of just step back. Like I'm in here. I can't. I can't leave. But I also don't have to engage. So in a, in a way that's detrimental to yourself. It's not even though, like not engaging. It, I do think it's a bit of transcending. Yeah. Explain. Like awareness. Like oh, 
there's like, it's not even like this is happening to me. It's like, um, there's some, gosh, I don't even know how to put words to it. What do you, why do you want me to explain it? But I guess it's just this idea of like allowing yourself to be fully aware in the ring and transcend. <laughs> that's, that's, wow it's like okay i i see let me look for my blind my blind spots like we, we can walk into the ring and say i've got this i understand from past experiences this is what's happening or whatever but it's also like i'm i'm in the ring for a reason there's a greater divine purpose for this there's blind spots here for me where are they and transcend them apply what you've where you've sought clarity before that also can be utilized right here in this blind spot. Notice where you might, if you hadn't noticed a blind spot, you may be your own hypocrite or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to be able to transcend all those tests and realize the greater purpose of it all. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Because I think in, in these cases, sometimes what we're talking about is a third party, somebody in the outside that is... It could be... Well, obviously, it's anything external, whether it's a person or a circumstance. I'm just saying that, you know, it's... You're not necessarily... Um, I'm, I'm going to screw it up. I was just going to say, you're not really in the ring necessarily with that person, but there's an impact there. And so, therefore, it's... It's an ecosystem. Like It's an ecosystem. Right, right. And so... You can recognize that there's balance this, that needs to be maintained at that point. And so you can do your part in maintaining the balance and not allowing somebody else's chaos to come in and... No, because I, I don't even want to say it that way because that feels like superior or something. The ecosystem of a blended family is large. It extends far, far, far beyond the walls of your own home. I mean, that's the case for everyone. But in a blended family, it's yeah. like, you know, so literally like the walls of your own home are so far reaching. I think transcending, though, involves this idea of like not even like saying, oh, I'm not going to get in that chaos, but recognize that you have your chaos, too. And like, what's your chaos when you encounter that chaos and trans and this ability to transcend it, all of it, the other chaos, your chaos. I agree, but isn't, 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 you might not want to label it this way, but isn't there a little bit of a feeling of superiority when you're able to do that? Recognizing no, no, no it's humility. I think. Okay, well, I, think, I get that. I, I think if that. you have superiority, you're not you're not transcending. I think that's false transcendence. I think that a lot of people fall into that, and that's how you know you're not where you're supposed to be. If there's you, if you if you are not led with humility and com- compassion and love, then that's not what's happening. I can see where you're. I can see where you're. If there's any feelings of superiority there, you're in the wrong place. And I think I think I've fallen into that for sure. But right now, it's like, oh, if that comes up for me, I'm like. Get back to work, Anne Marie. Get back to the drawing board because there should not be any superiority so, in this situation. Okay, so no, I, that ma- that <laughs> makes sense to me. I guess I'm looking at it going, but do, I mean, but when you are able to do that and have the humility and have the compassion, it feels good. There's a feeling yeah. of so yeah. maybe superiority is not the no, right. No, but word you're at right. All, no, because like, that is what. Ha- I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna fall into that. I mean, infinite amount of times. I think it's helpful to recognize when I'm falling into it, though, where I'm like, well, I'm better than, or if you're comparing, or you're getting self righteous, or or whatever it is, yeah. recognize when you're doing it. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, that's gr- like that's not the place. That's not the space. Like, that's not going to get you. Ev- that's not. I agree with that. That's because not that, where we evolve. That feels that's like. That's where we devolve. And that feels like you're, you're, part, of, <laughs> you're part of the competition. You're part of. Like, yeah. And I'm you're, better, truly, I'm, you're truly yeah, a hypocrite that. at that point, too. Because yeah. it's like, really? Like. Yeah. Well, I would say in our relationship, black, that's something like, that you um, accuse me of probably rightfully so in some cases of like if I take the approach where it's like I'm not going to engage in that and stuff and I'm going to you know withdraw and I'm going to you know 
and it's like you're like but but you're not you but you're not engaging in this this is something that you need to engage in we need to talk we need to like you know have a conversation around this Mm -hmm. and it's like i think that's stupid i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna because it feels like it's a game or something else and it's like no i'm not gonna do it and you're like but it's not it's not that thing Mm -hmm. it's it's feeling it's it's, hard to get people out of that frame of mind though because i think that's been my a big struggle i've had with you it's to get you to understand some concepts in a very different way where it's like it's well it's hard to have compassion when you're in that space it's hard for me to have compassion for you if i'm feeling like when you can't transcend yourself yes absolutely when you're so wrapped up in your own bubble in your own world in your own battles in your own stage and you can't yeah it's almost impossible it's hard it's very hard yeah no that i i get that i get that because i know that that's a tendency i have and i try to check myself i try to have that awareness to be like i care about you and you know what like we're gonna do whatever we're doing together but sometimes it does it it just feels like because typically in those cases it's it's the thing we're talking about isn't really the thing that's at issue. It's not the thing that is oh, it's driving deeper. it. It's always yeah. deeper. And so it's like it's easy to forget that in those moments. Okay. 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 What, but, what, do you even know what you uh, like? What do you <laughs> Are even like, what do you mean? Tell me more. Well, I'm saying. Or maybe you don't want to. No, I think I think it's just like we just talked about. It's, you know, intellectualizing the thing instead of you know listening but it's like to... intellectualizing it through your own lens so right to me yeah. i don't know if you caught on to this but like let's uh, what are the characters names on um love is blind like let's go there with this like that one guy what is his name the attorney uh, uche uche like i really really am like wow you really sort of you've you've literally formulated this narrative right based on this whole thing and it was so interesting and to observe him go around and plead his case to To everybody it's like wow yeah from your lens from your stage from where you stand from your like ego literally of course you see it that way and it's so fascinating because it's like but that's not what's happening here that's not what happened i could see through how you see it that way, right. the way you've been sort of shaped or, or whatever. Like Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something though. Okay. Even if it did happen that way, even if his perception of reality is closely matches reality. Maybe it's not a hundred percent right, but maybe he's got ninety percent of the story right. Even right. if that okay. were true, yep. his need to go around to everybody and litigate yeah. And tell everybody when ultimately he's not even involved. But anymore. why do you think people do that? Because I have fallen well, into that trap. I fell into that trap for a very long time. And I had to have that conversation with myself. Like, you don't need to go around and prove anything. You right. know what you know. Why do you think people did, well, I will feel take the his, need to do I that? I will take his case specifically. Okay. He yeah. had started dating somebody. Ultimately, it ended. And they reconnected. But... He, instead of... Which he took this very higher road at first, it seemed. Yes. So that's my point. Mm -hmm. I think what happened, he then blamed everything on this other person Mm -hmm. and then felt the need... He was he was hurt. He was hurt. He was upset and also so probably it was a narcissist, interesting but. though. He does. I mean, I don't like to throw out those terms, but he did. Ex- he did sort of like mm, red flag city at times, even though I also don't like red flags. But anyways, um, what was interesting to me is that yeah, it was very much presented as like 
I want nothing but love for this woman. This, I want her to find love. Like, like I don't, like, I have nothing but good heart for her, and I want happiness for her. And then when his own situation fell apart, which was obviously wrought with its own things because we, you, you yes. know, the, the audience was privy to some conversations where there was struggle around some of the things he was trying to come to terms with with the woman he was interested in. And then ultimately that fell apart and she even came back and said, I was wrong. I want to work on it. And he was like, no, I don't like the way you handled the situation. This just isn't going to work. Yeah. But then it was interesting because then he went and blamed back this original right. girl, Lydia. And so why do you think, though, he had to go around and it's almost like he needed to slander Lydia's name and he did it in the name of, of like, Good Samaritan. Like, I'm just looking out for everybody else. You all need to know she's like Because this. I think all he... I think, unfortunately, instead of looking within and recognizing all the times throughout the conversations where he... I mean, there were conversations that's like, whoa, I can't believe you're talking the way you're talking. Instead of taking any ownership over his role in it, I think he is stuck on the fact that the other woman That's my said, I don't want to be with you. And this is co- uncomfortable because Do you, you had this relationship. you think he was worried about... His reputation. Oh, probably. I think that at some point, as I was watching yesterday, it was interesting. This happened over the course of like four or five episodes. It was very interesting to observe this whole un- whole thing unfold, um, I thought. And as I was reflecting back on it, I'm like, huh, I wonder if he is feeling concerns about the way he's going to be portrayed. Absolutely. So We've seen that before. We've seen that happen he before. He has to go yeah. and sabotage the Again, reputation blame somebody else. of this other person. Right. And I just find that, I just find, I think we all do that. Like, that's my point. I think we all do that. We feel some sort of sense of like, oh, um, I, I feel shame around this. I yes. need to excuse my behavior. Not ex- And we can explain it. Like, we could go back and you know what? I did that because yeah. I was feeling this way. And ex- explaining behavior is different than excusing behavior, yes. right? Explaining is taking responsibility. Excusing is not taking responsibility. We all we all do it to a point. And I think that, I know I, I do it in plenty of times and you'll be like, you're excusing and I have to, you know, you're excusing your, yourself for whatever the thing is. Yeah. And I have to stop myself and be like, okay, you're right. And sometimes that's de- depending well, on we where we're, I know, depending on where we're at, sometimes that's easy for me mm-hmm. to do to be like, you're right. Like, I get it. Okay. And sometimes it's harder if I'm feeling emotional and I'm feeling, instead of expressing myself and my emotions and what I'm actually feeling, the defense mechanism comes out to then protect myself in that way. Yeah. The difference here, I I'm going to say like... the difference here is that this took place over a an extended amount of time mm-hmm. where I feel like in the moment, I can see that happening and playing out. And then having some self-awareness after the fact, like mm-hmm. when, you, when your emotions calm down, yeah. the fact that this took place in this particular situation over a period of time, it's like, okay, you had plenty of time to reevaluate. No, see, I'm not going to judge. So? I'm not going to judge any of them okay. because we weren't for someone weren't there and there's editing and there was plenty of episodes where alcohol was involved. True. But I, so, no, we don't need to do that. To me, it's just interesting to observe it from just a learning perspective. And that's what I loved about Milton so much because he walks in and he had he had no ill feelings toward anyone not Lydia not Uche like he's basically like bro you're just like you're on your trajectory she's on hers I'm on mine like yeah. basically like that's your own karmic stuff that you need to sort out 
Like, yeah, your experience with her is not my experience with her. So yeah. I'm not going to let your experience with her dictate my relationship. Like that's, I'm not doing that. Like, right. yeah, right. We're all having, there's no reason to bring that in. Yeah. I see that that's your view. Yeah. That's okay. That's your view. You, you'll sort that out. Like that's your thing. That's your journey. That's your path. Blah, blah, blah. Which is somebody but, watching at first. I'm like, oh, as soon as he gets hooked into this, it's going to be hard to ignore that. And especially at that age and everything else. And he didn't. And he it was didn't. amazing. It was. It was like. And then he went back to his fiance and he like, like papped her up. He's like, you're, you don't need this. You're, yeah. you're beautiful. You're smart. doesn't matter what he says about you. Yep. Like it was great. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was, I was jealous. You were jealous. I was jealous. Tell me about that. Because I think I, I look at our relationship and I think that there's things You want to be Milton up. for me? And. <laughs> So, so and you're that, envious, not jealous. I'm envious. Okay. I'm envious. In that moment, yes, I was like, I wish I could have that impact. And I was feeling a little envious too because I also wanted Milton. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because back to that I'll because that. you said something a few minutes ago, and I had a thought, but then I was like, maybe I heard you wrong. But you said something about excuse versus explanation. I do feel like there's a lot of times where I'm like, Jim, I'm just trying to give you an explanation for what just happened. And I feel like you can't see past the fact that you think I'm giving an excuse. And I'm like, no, I'm not excusing what just happened. I'm trying to explain to you what was underneath it. And then I'm like seeking, you know, a co-regulation situation, which happens in secure relationships. Um, And if we are, and that happens sometimes, but when sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And I feel like you are like from my side, it's like, wow, you really think I'm trying to excuse things. You know, I think that it's true. And I think that I, and you, I'm sure you do. And I'm going to say this is more of a blanket statement. And I'm sure that this doesn't, it's not true a lot of the times, but in, in when those things come up a lot of times and you say, I'm just trying to explain this. I, for me, it would be nice if it, I feel like it would, I would hear it better if it was like, you know what, I'm sorry, and this is where I was coming from, and I feel like I don't, like the explanation is more of a, hear me out, this is my explanation for it. It does feel like an excuse because it doesn't feel like there's any um, ownership that comes with it. And I'm sure I'm wrong in my interpretation of it, but that's my perception of it, is yeah. that I'm not getting I'm not getting that piece of it where it feels like I'm actually taking ownership. Why do ownership. you need that? Like if somebody's being vulnerable with you and they're like, hey, like I did that because I felt so insecure, I felt this... Why is that so hard for you not to say, "Hey, okay"? If I heard, why it, do you need the? If why, I heard it the you, way you just said it, I would. I totally agree that's with a lie. you. That's a lie. <laughs> I'm serious. If I heard, <laughs> if I didn't say you don't say it that way, I said if I heard it the way you just said it. Okay. If I heard it that way, I totally agree with why you. Why do you need to hear it that way? Um, because it because it feels like an excuse. When I hear it, it, it sounds like an excuse, like you just said. That's what that's what I hear is an excuse. Like I'm gonna excuse my behavior. But you need to hear me on this because I'm going to explain to you. And typically, that explanation somehow feels like it's comes back on what I did wrong. So, when do you excuse your behavior? When what do does I, that look like? Do you think when somebody hears you excusing your behavior rather than explaining it? What does it sound like? What does it sound like and look like? Um, I think they can sound very similar. I think that you know, if you're excusing your behavior, it's like, oh, I did this. Um, no, you don't do that. What? You don't do that. I don't do what? You don't say, oh, I did this because if you, like, I'm, you want me to give you the answer, what it looks like for you? It looks like stonewalling. Oh. That's ex- that's how yeah. you excuse your behavior. Like, I I can stonewall because I deserve, like, you excuse it rather, and then you don't explain it. That's the, like. Okay. It's just a refusal. Okay. To engage. And then it's like, yeah, I'm not going to. I can understand that. 
I don't have anything else to say. I can understand that. I, I, I think I used to be a lot uh, worse at it, but... I, I'm not saying you still do it. I'm just saying like... Oh, no, I, no. Not, Or whatever. I'm not yeah, like... Yeah. I'm not saying like... I'm just saying I think that's your default. No, I still that's do. That's your I, default. I still do it and I still have to check myself on that. I still have to make sure I don't do that because I think that as soon as I get the feelings inside, like the emotion inside, and I feel like uh, an interaction went south between us and that you're looking at me going, it's, you know, you caused this or something else. When I'm feeling that, whether mm-hmm. that's the truth of the situation or not, mm-hmm. when I'm feeling that, it's, yeah, that's my go-to. And I have to tell myself, like, relax, you know, we're, we're on the same team and, like, be open. And I do because my natural reaction is to tense up and, and get to that place where it's like, especially if it, I feel like it was, like, provoked. So that's you know my I mean? point, so, though. Is an excuse, the, ex- the excuse for you? in that situation is like yeah. i don't have to do any any explaining yes exactly <laughs> no you're 100 percent right <laughs> i mean that's that's the that is the truth is you know you know you were there with me you know how this played out you know what happened i don't owe you an explanation for it and you you know why it happened you're right about that 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 when that feeling comes up and that's where again that's where i have to like check myself and go it's it's not about that it's not it's not that it's not that simple. It's not black and white and it's not that you don't know there still has to be conversation around it. Mm-hmm. You know, you like you said, it's a deeper thing going on. So what's the deeper thing? Inquire into what's really going on, not get upset about the thing that's, you know, raising the temperature in mm-hmm. the room. Yeah. It's like, okay, dive in, go a little deeper. Don't try to take care of this thing that this superficial thing that is, you know, feels like it's the catalyst for it, which really isn't. It's it's a symptom. It's not, you know, the cause. Mm-hmm. So it's hard sometimes. Yeah, it is hard. What fun did we have with astrology this week? What did we learn about some things? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> about my planet? We looked up the degrees. Oh, of some placements. Yes. And we, of course, I don't have it here with us. But no, we don't. Depending yep. on, you know, everything sort of falls in some degree. So, so there's even like your sun's, so you're, you know, you're, if you're Scorpio, you can be Scorpio at 16 degrees or whatever. And like, right. there's 12 houses. Zero, each house is 30 degrees, right? That's the way it works. And then yes. In those, there's, yes. you have different. So it's, and it's your maturity things. in that area, right? Yeah. So, like, um, if you're at zero, you're basically an infant. You've been also like, you're, there's also purity there because you've been un like um uh what's the word I'm looking for here but like untarnished. you haven't been tarnished yeah you're just like you're completely maybe potentially open yeah. and, and to a fault there's naivety there um and ignorance at times but you know also probably openness I but think you're, maybe I think open no I think I think you're right openness I think is the best way to explain that and like the 29th degree is like like the like the you are you may my understanding is is like. That's like the evolution of that point. And also it's critical because it's, you're tested greatly in that space, but you have potential for tremendous evolution. So while you have mastery in it, yeah. you also have, you, you experience both sides Lots of it. Lots of tests. Yes. Yeah. So, and then all obviously in between. And then, so yeah, it's interesting. So like, like your sun sign is obviously like the most popular thing in astrology where it's like based on the month you were born. So like the one book I had was like breaking it down. Like if you're born between these dates, this is the personality actually of this type of Scorpio. These dates is this, you know, and it had, it's three basically for each sign has, is broken down in three mm-hmm. segments. Um, so that, that was interesting and fun. It also lined up like, for example, the planet Mercury is representative of, commu- of communication. 
And I believe your Mercury falls at a pretty higher, high level degree. Like your communication, I believe, I think, <laughs> was pretty evolved. I think so. Um, mine wasn't. <laughs> uh, I wish I had that with me now. There was another. You had a. You had a zero. I don't think I had any zeros. I had zeros. a four. I thought you had a zero. You had no. You Two. had a zero in arrows. I had a zero in arrows. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting. Maybe. Yeah. Is it exciting? It was exciting. It read the way it read. It was exciting. I know. I'm like, well, like what's going very on here? Deep, passionate. What's going on love, here? Exactly. Which you've sabotaged. So I'm I'm obviously progressing to the teens this next life around, but um, <laughs> anyways. I'm here to help you grow. <laughs> the opportunity that you had and you sabotage. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Um, no, but for real, what was my life purpose falls on the 29th degree. What was your most mature degree? Do you remember? I had some 26, I think. You I don't think I had any 29s, but I don't remember exactly. Anyways. So basically fun, 30, zero. So 29 is the highest you get to. The and then zero starts the astrologers next. out there to investigate. Yeah. We do a really good job of explaining it. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember why I brought that up. Sorry. Well, that's my that's my immature Mercury. I don't know either. However, you had just looked up today something that your planet you're closest to, or something like that. Is that the way to describe the it? The planet most present in most your chart. And mine was Saturn. Saturn. Which apparently Saturn and I was, rules what your joints. What's represent? What's the personification? No, what that's no. Okay, yes. So every planet also has a corresponding organ. Yeah. That in your body that it sort of rules. So, but Saturn represents what's the personification? Structure, discipline, and responsibility. Specifically for you in its presence in your chart suggests a need for order and stability in your friendships and social connections. Yes. And so which organ does that rule? So if you're suffering in that area, which health concerns are you most likely to struggle with? Um, well, the page that I saved didn't say that, but you said joints. Yes. Specifically knees. Yeah. And I was just telling you after our run today in this evening, I'm like, yeah, man, every time I run, my knees hurt. Yeah. And they continue to hurt. And Teeth. Teeth too. Yeah. Arthritis, gastric gastric problems. Okay. So I got some work to Anyways, do. Anyways. Um, I got some work to do. When there's lack of structure and order and discipline in your relationships, your issues are in your tissues. And those are the tissues in which they're yes. going to play out in yes. your joints and your bones. So mine was Pluto. Pluto rules the endocrine system and hormones. So when I am not tending to, mine isn't re related to relationships. Mine's no. related to. Your body. The body, <laughs> when I'm not tending to structure and routine as it relates to my physical body and discipline, I'm going to be hormonal <laughs> or you know, my hormone system is going to be impacted. Will you please start tending to your body? <laughs> Just kidding. Which maybe explains my melasma. Yeah, no, actually this... Um you know, not just reading this, not just reading this at all, but. And there's a chance I have all of this wrong, but this is my. Well, novice, I don't know. We're going my with My novice it. investigation. We're going with it. up these results. It tracks. It tracks. And so <laughs> we're going to go with it for now. Yep. But no, I've actually had, um, I don't want to say epiphanies around this, <gasps> Ooh, but I've had. Ooh, this is ex very I've been thinking about exciting. some of the stuff when, you know, and I'm not going to get into any. <gasps> You've been thinking detail about it here. when I'm not around? I'm not going to get any, any detail here. Oh. But I think there are some social social connections that I need to be more honest with. Some? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are some that I need to get more... More honest with? What do you mean by honest that? With. Honest with yourself or the person? No, I think with the person. 
with the person. Oh, okay. I think it's time. Oh. And I think it's kind of like I... Being in a relationship with you is like being in a relationship with a, a relationship anarchist. A two-year-old. It's like <laughs> there's anarchy. It's it's hard. Well, I, I recognize, <laughs> and again, I'm not going to get into detail here, but I, I've recognized that it's... And whether whether the the maybe I'm gonna say I'm gonna call it problem the perceived problem the the um the frustration the whatever doesn't necessarily impact me I feel like because of my relationships that I need to be honest with that person about it huh so You're killing me right now with the mystery. <laughs> you'll just have to you'll just have to wait but huh. I've just thought about it I'm like no I think I think it's only fair to like say hey I I kind of have a problem with this. And let that person know, even though the problem isn't my problem, it's not my responsibility to say it is, but What is the benefit of this without giving um, details? How does this benefit anything? What do you... Because... I'm getting because, a little, like, I'm mean, actually, there's some red flags coming up as you're, like, saying this. Oh, really? So, yeah. No, I think, I think, I think because, um, I would consider so, the social connection a, a bit of a friendship. And so, in the spirit of being a friend, I think it's a disservice not to okay and what do you mean by that like what's the end result there then um maybe bringing a little bit of awareness about how somebody's viewed or so you know what i mean maybe not viewed that's not the right word because it's not like other people are i I, it just again it's awareness for the other person i think for the other person i think that there may be a lack of awareness on something that is noticed and so i think that it's kind of like hey you know as your friend you know you might want to recognize this okay and and try to do it and trying to do it in a way that is um i guess rooted in transparency authenticity honesty and not um so tell me calling somebody out so have you been avoided so it's something that maybe you've been avoiding yeah and then why have you avoided it um like keep it centered on you why Mm -hmm. because i think it's a a difficult conversation and what's the problem with difficult conversations? Why do you avoid difficult conversations, do you think? Well, it's kind of like, well, that's not my responsibility in this case to, to, to say something about this. And so it feels like but I'm overstepping. It feels like you're over. Okay. So if you were overstepping and it wasn't your responsibility, why would you? So what, what are you avoiding there? What happens if, what, what happens if you're an overstepper? I what think, does that mean? I think nothing. I think the only thing it could do is this person could take it the wrong way. And so that's the fear is like, well, if this person takes it the wrong way, then there could, you know, create a bit of a divide. And I don't want that. But the divide already exists. So because of... The divide on you? So then this from person my, is from upset my with you and they're not talking to you anymore? I guess I'm just trying to zero yeah, in on what, is, well, what anxiety comes up for you that you're avoiding. I think that, I think that that's the... That's it. I mean, it's like, and it's like, and I guess I'm at the point where if that happens, then that happens. But I think honesty is more important than letting certain things continue on. Okay. And not have, you know, just be open about it. Okay. Like, hey, dude, you know. Okay. Um, and that person can do what they want with that information. Okay. But I think that if they take the information and actually act on it for their own benefit, it will be very helpful for them. Okay. And if they choose not to, then that's their choice. Yeah. And ultimately, I would assume they're aware of it, but maybe they're not aware of it. Okay. And so I guess that's the whole thing is like, you know, okay, well, I guess maybe, you know, I don't think I'm I'm like, again, I uh, consider this person a friend. And so Mm -hmm. from that standpoint, it's like, I don't want to see something, I don't want to say happen to this person, but Mm -hmm. I want to see this person succeed and thrive. And I think this could help them. Okay. Okay. 
are you trying to control the narrative? Like, mm. like, like potentially previously, do you avoid difficult conversations in an effort to control the narrative as much as possible? Because if we face difficult conversations, maybe the narrative gets too out of control. So now you're taking this other step of like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say something. I want to make sure that if you take that step that it's that there's still maybe like some awareness around like am i trying to control the narrative here i guess i don't see it that way okay i don't think in this case there's there's any control of the narrative i don't think it's controlling a narrative at all i think it's objective reality in saying do you see the objective reality here like do you recognize this objective reality because i'm not the only one that recognizes it and so if you don't see it you might want to look at yourself a little bit okay and if you i think you, know. you have to be um i'm wondering if like also too like if you since you this would be very out of character for you uh-huh. this would could potentially maybe make the other per, like person read into more than what it is because it is so out of character for you to uh, participate in such a conversation that maybe there's like opportunity to lay the groundwork ahead of time like i've been thinking a lot about this i've decided for myself i wanted to start having more um authentic conversations with other people and so like do you mind if i um this sounds corny but for real do you mind if i try it out on you <laughs> i hear what you're saying i, I <laughs> there would definitely be a segue it won't be that but there's okay. definitely the, an opportunity for a lot of different reasons to really i think open that door and express where it's coming from okay and not have it come across like i'm trying to control a narrative or i'm nitpicking yeah, or doing like something really left out of left field though i guess that's why I'm, I'm just like if it's really in the spirit of what you claim it to be i guess i just hope that it's delivered in that way because i could see mm -hmm. how like oh i'm just here i go i guess that's the thing though is i look at in this in this case if i don't then i don't know what'll happen um okay you know what i mean like if i don't then i feel like if i'm being catty about it or whatever yeah. else and I, other people are saying something about it or whatever and you know Again, I don't want to get into details, so I'm no gonna, for sure. I know. and I don't want you to. I think that I guess I my whole my whole thought about around all of this is like I think I think when I speak to people that struggle with difficult conversations, I mean we all struggle with difficult conversations. That's a definition of the nature of the conversation: difficult. Some of us really avoid them though mm -hmm. to an extreme, and I do think that you fall into that category. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I talk to people about these types of things, it's like there's a lot of prep involved and it's like sort of helping the person recognize what it looks like just to speak from your heart mm -hmm. in any given exchange, you know, that like and recognizing that like that's the way it's ideally done all the time. It's like, well, I got I don't want to have this conversation because I really want to make sure that I think about how I want to say it. And I'll be like, okay, why Why do you want to really make sure that you want to think about how, because these are usually people that it's like, you're going to speak responsibly. Like speaking mm -hmm. irresponsibly is not a concern for me with from you. And it's like, well, I guess I'm just trying to think about every possible way they could react. And I'm like, aha, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, just like, what if you just speak from the heart? And I understand that might be a, a foreign concept. No, that's, I mean, that's kind of my plan. Okay. It's just to have like a real conversation and just because I feel like I do have a relationship that's, you know, there's a bond. And so there's a strong enough relationship, I think, to just kind of be like, hey, you know, I've seen this and I just, I enjoy this relationship. And also like, mm -hmm. I, I want to be, I want to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like it bothers me mm -hmm. and it's, it bothers other people. Mm -hmm. And I 
don't want to see something negative happen. So Mm -hmm. I just want you to know, like, I'm not sure that you, you know, maybe, maybe Mm -hmm. you're not aware that other people see it this way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're not like, I'm not saying you have to do anything about it, but I want to let you know that other people do see this. And if, if the response is defensiveness or whatever else, then that's, that is what it is. But you know, it is objective reality of the situation. Like, I just think it's, it's one of those things and you're right. That's why I think having it I like that you are are sort of, you said that you've been thinking a lot about this, what comes up for me, it almost feels like you're craving it a little bit. Like, I like that. Where do you think that's coming from? Um, well, I think it, I know it comes from where I'm at in my life right now. And like just having authentic conversations and really trying to be open. And I catch myself being catty a lot of times, you know, and petty, maybe not petty, but just catty, gossipy uh-huh. and being like, okay. I'm doing that. I need to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not going to have an authentic conversation mm-hmm. about it, the only outlet's the gossip. So if right. I exactly if I don't want to gossip about it and get caught in that and feel like I need to get it out, right. I just need to have a conversation with the person. Yeah. Because otherwise it is. It's just like this round and round and round. And it's like I it yeah. and it, it's it, lower it, frequency it, stuff. Well, it is. And it also feels like. I genuinely like the person. Mm-hmm. I enjoy their company. Mm-hmm. I talk to them. We talk about personal things, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like... like I think a, you should probably say that. I think you should probably lead with that. Yeah. Well, that was kind of my, my plan. Okay. But, you know, okay. and it's... This is exciting. Is it? This is exciting. Remember, it's not scary. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm not even, <laughs> you know, I'm not even necessarily scared about it, except for the fact that... um yeah, I guess I guess there is a feeling though of like if if it comes across in any way, it could very easily come out or come across the wrong way. It could. And it could see it could be seen like why are you doing this to me? You know, and I yeah, maybe that's true. But if it does, then I but at the same time I like I said, I don't There's, I need to remove myself from other conversations. And the thing is and, is like I don't know who you're talking about or what you're talking about, although I think I know because I'm brilliant, but also <laughs> I think I've pieced it together, but I really truly don't. But it's, what I'm hearing from you is that right now is it's like, I'm guessing, and I guess what I wasn't privy to, but I'm actually kind of piecing together now just with this conversation is that you must have come to really start to value this person and the friendship that potentially is evolving. And like, you're like, I owe it now to this person. And I'm just wondering that, I'm wondering if like, yeah, leading with what we just talked about, but also potentially like having some humility yourself. Like, it's Mm -hmm. like hard for me to say this right now. Like just even admitting that, like, I just feel like this is, but I also want to because I value you. Like I value you as a person and like, and our friendship and maybe value is not the right word, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent right on that. That's, that's exactly it. And it's, and I've also recognized this though in other areas of my life that, you know, it's easy to go around and talk to other people and tell them what I think, you know, especially if you like, it's very easy to go, (laughs) well, if we did this, I think this, and you know, and and if I did this and you know, you did like about other people, about third party things Uh, or people, it's so easy to do that. Absolutely. And so it's like, if I actually want to lead and, you know, Uh and and establish something that's built on trust, Mm -hmm. then it needs to be, it needs to be honest and it needs to be shared. Yeah. And it sounds like a bit like there's this piece that's like, there's this friction here. And uh, yeah, and the friction's not with me. That's the problem, but it is in a way, you know what I mean? No, but like, for example, I don't know, like, I'm just thinking about this 
post that I just posted on Instagram today. And that's coming up for me right now as I think about like, well, potentially like if you're gossiping or whatever it is that we're doing or we're talking about a problem we have with a person with a third party, that that feels easier. But like there's information there because it's like, okay, I have a problem with this and I'm choosing not to. Exactly. I'm choosing not to talk to the person about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because it's easy to say, well, it's not my problem. It is a problem, but it's not my problem. And therefore, I don't owe it to you to have the conversation. But it's like, but no, I well, do the have... The truth is, is that you're afraid to have the conversation. Yeah. And then you can dig deeper. Why am I afraid? Yes. But yes. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so the excuse is, it's not my problem. I don't need... Like, it's not my job to have the conversation. But it's, it's not also my upsetting place. you to the point where you have to go around and gossip about yeah, it, right? And yeah. again, I'm grossly exaggerating. I don't know. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's when, an example exactly. of a person. It's like, okay, but it's also upsetting you enough that you're going around and talking to other people about it you know yeah and we catch ourselves doing that in little ways and i guess even in little ways it's like oh wait if i truly want to be um not just effective but if i truly want to be a leader and a mentor and everything else then that behavior has to stop Mm -hmm. you know and i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and say it's ever gonna stop because it probably never will completely however i can definitely recognize you know the situations where it's like nope not not in this case that's not that's not you know there's things that i would i'm not gonna say are gossip worthy but like okay sometimes you just need to vent a little bit you get something out but Mm -hmm. but then there's other things that like no this is bigger this is more meaningful this is important this is Mm -hmm. so it is a different i do think though that like i think that i actually i actually proclaimed that in our house this week i said we're not Mm going to be gossiping yeah there's not going to be gossiping anymore. Like, yep. you know, like, what does that do for anybody? Right. And if it's mean, especially, like, that's all your shit. If you're gossiping, that's your shit. And it doesn't mean that, like, I don't fall victim to it. Obviously, that's like, but that's my point is, like, none of it's hard not to do it. But yeah. it's your own shit when you I, gossip. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm also not going to sit and shut other people down for speaking their truth and, and getting out things they need to get out. But I'm going to try to do... Having conversations and dissecting things with people is different than gossiping. Yes. There's a difference. There, and you yeah. know, we all know the difference in our heart of hearts. We know when we're, yes. when we're, hey, exactly. let's talk exactly. about this thing versus we're gossiping. Yep. There's a difference. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. So. And yeah, exactly. Um, what else so yeah. You, what else you got? Anything? Um, well, I was just going to, I was just going to read this because oh. I did yeah, post please this do. earlier. Please and do. And I... It's been such, it's been so much on the forefront of everything for me. Uh And so um, I just, what I said was this, the pearl that comes from the examination of our most difficult relationships is gratitude. Why? Because difficult relationships are a conduit, a playground of self-discovery. They are fraught with insight. Epiphanies abound. Difficult relationships teach, maybe for the first time ever, how to love, how to love yourself, how to love others, truly and unconditionally. And that has been such a reality. I said, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Like, Mm -hmm. literally. Like, whether or not I'll find myself falling to a lower frequency and engaging in gossip or comparison or whatever it is, I always have to back up and get honest with myself and say, what what's going on here for you yes, what's exactly. going on here for you That's why exactly are you it. unable to transcend this situation yep. 
what's happening. I'm going to say, because we'll always get caught in that cycle. Yeah. But it is, it yeah. is having You'll me... never be above it, I don't think, as a human on this right. earth. I think you'll get better at it. I don't, I mean, maybe some humans that get above it, but I do think that there's blind, everybody has blind spots. And as much as you can think I can rise above that, I think you'd be surprised who can trigger it. There's always somebody that mm-hmm. can, it seems. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that you that you have to sort of work through. Yes, I agree. So there's gratitude there. There truly is gratitude there. Um, my coach said that to me months ago, and I was like, don't make me consider gratitude for this <laughs> situation. Like, no, don't do it. Um, but I totally get it now. I'm like, oh, absolutely. I have gratitude because I've learned so much there. Like, again, it doesn't need, it's not running off in the sunset with this person. It's not that it's wow. That was, yeah. The gratitude isn't with that person. It's with the experience. It's the evolution that came from it. Yeah. 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 And this ability to just sort of not get stuck in the feelings around that situation or a person or whatever. Yes. It's again, it's sort of transcending it and it's like, okay. Yeah. I like your quote. It's not a quote. You wrote it. It's a well. It's yes, your quote. It's, quote. it's your quote. Okay. Well. Yeah. I like it's your just quote. Some it's just just a thought. Your thought. I, I, I like I, your. I don't think you can call it a quote. Ramblings. Sorry, I have a problem with that. It's ramblings. Thank you. Well, it's <laughs> on your social media. So if somebody saw that, it's, it's your writing, and it can have your name under it. Do it's, you think that maybe another artist will pick it up and create an entire gallery based on it? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> two. Twice is a third, third. Third time's a charm. You can get twice, and then go from there. We'll see. All right. Well, I love you. I love you too. Do you have anything else to add? I don't today. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.